kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. What up, what up, what up, what up, people? What up? This is episode 297. 297. Of the Illogical Sense podcast. One of the most consistent podcasts in the A. Every good. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> this is your boy, Busby. And over here, it's your boy, JC No Honey. <laughs> How is the father life, my brother? Uh, it's pretty good. It's actually, I don't want to say it's easier than expected, but I've adjusted a lot quicker than I expected. Well, you know, you, as long as I've known you, you're always good at adapting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is a this is probably like the biggest adaptation one can make. I mean, so yeah. it's like I said, it's not easy by any stretch of the field, but it definitely I'm catching on very, very quickly. Uh Giannis, he's great. He sleep all day. I don't know how I got blessed with a baby that like to sleep all day. Sound like me for the past few, past few weeks because I've been sick. I don't know what it is. I, it's, it was nothing COVID because I took a COVID test and it came back negative. I just had a headache and a sore throat and I did nothing. And I was working too at the same time. Like I was sick, but not sick enough to stop going to work. You know what I mean? So that, that was just annoying yeah. to do. That was really fucking annoying. And then the days I had off, I just took those days just to fucking sleep. And my God, those were the best sleeps ever. <laughs> Man, let me explain something. Fatherhood is great, and I love it. Mm. But going into Memorial Day weekend, my mom came and picked Giannis up so Britt and I could get some rest. She picked him up on Thursday. We didn't see him again till Saturday. I don't remember what the hell happened in between those two days. Mm. Sleep. It was wonderful. It was beautiful. Like everything just merged together. Yeah, like I came back. I came back over here. I came back over here, and uh, we were watching TV. Mm. And next thing I know, Saturday came around, and I was like, "Oh, he's on his way back." <laughs> and that was that. And then I had one more week. What was it? Yeah, I had one more week of work, and then I am officially on paternity leave now. Hey, summer vacation in a way, ish. Yep. Yeah, it's my first summer vacation in years, decades. I know, right, nigga? I was so sick. I was, I was sick. But I was. There was one night I did not sleep at all. So then one day I got off work and I came home and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Power Book One. I haven't watched that in a minute. I put that bitch on. I passed out. Next thing I know, I'm on the season two finale. I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> Time just fucking flew. Dog. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Shit, man. Other than that, man, time has been flying. Shit has been going on. Trump got fucking indicted. He has 38 counts. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. But oh, wow. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Tina Turner. Rest in peace, I and Sheik. Uh, rest in peace, the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. I mean, you weren't yeah, supposed to get that. just went down. Like, everybody, everybody, thought I was, everybody thought I was running from, like, the smoke. And I was like, no. I just became a father. Yeah, so, I had other I shit. I don't have time to like to go at it with you. And all you predict- like, there's kind of a priority I have. All you predicted was to take out the Warriors. You didn't predict no championship. 
Yeah, but I also came back on the podcast and said Lakers in six. So. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, you sure did say that shit. Well, yep. I mean, we are the, we are the didn't... one team that did not beat the Nuggets in any of these damn playoffs. It's pretty damn disgusting. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. How yeah. nasty that is. I mean, the Nuggets are that team, man. But these games have been kind of boring ish with the finals and shit like that with the Nuggets and Pete. What's your what's your take on that so far? I've watched probably ten minutes of the entire finals so far. <laughs> and that's not because that's not yeah, because you ain't of, missing much. That's not because of the Lakers. Uh, like I said, I, I've adapted very well to, to fatherhood, but I haven't caught anything pop culture wise in the last month. I have no idea what the hell is going on in the world. Oof. I saw well, I saw a video good. clip. I saw a video clip of them talking about Zion Williamson and a porn star, and I was like, "When did that happen?" Yeah, it's like that's how out of the loop. Yeah, I am. he pretty much got what he went online and he revealed that he's getting married to some chick, and the porn star got pissed off, and she's been airing out all his. No, dirty he's not getting married. No, I'm saying, how 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 I'm out the loop, and I know more. He's not getting married. They're having a daughter. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, having a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> And the porn star has been going in on him for the past as long as as we're recording this. She's been going on it in on him for the past forty eight hours, and she called him a fat ass. She said, "Yeah, you spit in my mouth and all types of shit." I'm like, "Well, goddamn, swag." And they've just been roasting Zion for just wifing up a. Uh, I said swag. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand how I mean, you, you say something like that. Like, I don't understand how exactly. You say something like that. Like that's supposed to do, like. That's putting him down. You spit in my mouth. Okay, so that means that he was the one in charge of that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck it, man. But yeah, shout out to Zion. <laughs> Shit. Um, we didn't do a power recap because we didn't talk about what happened on power and shit like that. But that was a vintage episode. I can tell you that the finale. waiting baby they ended off with a bang i mean we are we had already seen how they ended so we stayed quiet and only focused on mm-hmm. leading up to episode all the way through episode eight but boy they restored the feeling now i'm excited i'm beyond excited for season four now there's so much things they can do especially with adding michael ely into the mix oh yeah i forgot he's gonna he's he's popping back up i wonder what he's gonna play mm-hmm. well, he's then, a detective and then in a Oh yeah, he's a detective. How many detectives they have on this damn show, man? Well, they keep killing Shit. the detectives. They killed. They they killed uh, Sex. So you got to replace him. Oh yeah, and they got to replace his ass. And then in a few months, they showed the teaser trailer for Force that drops in September. So that's gonna be nice. That's gonna be nice to see. And I'm telling you, old boy plays Tommy. He's saying he's really hyping up the finale. He ain't talking about the premiere. He's talking about the finale. He said the finale is gonna be on a whole other level. So. As long as they make up for that trash ass season one finale, that's all I can really say. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so now that we're done with season three, what's your what's your reaction quickly, and then what's your prediction for season four? Honestly, that was great television. That's what that was. Season three was great television. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. And apparent and apparently it got taken over by the guy who who took over um 
who was a showrunner for Empire. So he pretty it, it fitted. He fitted just like a glove when it comes to power. He knew how all the characters were. It was great shit. And Tariq is literally becoming his father. So my prediction for the next one, for like season for the next season, Tariq's gonna. Tariq's gonna become more like his dad. Monet's gonna go to jail, and I feel Drew's gonna die. What about you? Oh, I got one better. What? Either Effie or Diana is going to be pregnant and Tariq's going to be the father. So then it puts a lot of damper on that war. I feel it's going to be Effie. They might. They, they, Effie's more. Effie's like it's Tasha. No, but see, here's the thing. They could do Effie and then she becomes conflicted because she doesn't know if it's Kane or Tariq. So that's one avenue. But if it's Diana, now Diana has. Remember, she set it in motion to get Tariq killed. Yeah, true, true, true. All of the hottest are just getting on my fucking nerves. But... <laughs> Oh man, I literally thought they killed Mary J. Blige, but I'm just like, no, nah, they're gonna keep her. They're gonna keep her. I bet you, even when she goes to jail, her hair she's still gonna look all permed up. <laughs> or they're gonna do it like Angela. <laughs> gonna have a setup like Angela. If she ain't dead, oh, she dead. <laughs> <laughs> See, lucky I don't laugh and cough up a fucking lung. <laughs> nah, did yeah. you catch the other? Did you catch? The, oh yeah, the other part that I forgot. Angela's Angie's um, nephew showed up Nephew. as one of the detectives. Yeah, yeah I was like, because it's wild because people caught that shit earlier this season. They're like, is that Angela's nephew? And then in the end, old yeah, girl shows I up. Did. And, I did. Yeah. But yeah, everyone, I caught that shit too. I was like, are they going to acknowledge this shit? And last episode, they acknowledged it. And I was like, oh, okay then. So. Well, it wasn't the last episode. They, uh, they've been acknowledging throughout the season. Real. Oh, they acknowledged him, but they didn't say who he was. Truly, until they they, no, they, did. Reve- they did. They did. Really, because the sword they revealed yeah, that in the last they, episode. Well, it's it's because it's only because of the letter. But they kept acknowledging. They kept giving subtle hints, like why was he attached to this case? He's on the case. Now. You mm. know what I mean? Like they ever since uh, the shootout with Kane and um, and his dad, um, and he came into the parking lot and he was looking. Everybody knew at that point, like, oh, that's Angela's nephew. Mm. Well, uh, oh, man, he's probably going to die by Tariq or, or Kane or, last. or he ends up being a mole inside for Tariq mm. he'd be like the um, again Pro- there's so many directions they could go with this he'd be like the Proctor-ish no because Proctor was the lawyer he can be uh, he can be an added asset as in somebody that's on the payroll for Tariq mm. Because you got to remember from the standpoint, from the standpoint, everybody else is saying, oh, well, he's got a vendetta. He could be going after Angela to or he could be going after the uh, Tariq because of what happened with Angela. But the flip side to that is he wouldn't be in that situation without Jamie giving his mom that money. Mm. You're right. You're right. You're right. See, you speak power. As always, I keep telling Courtney, well, Courtney yeah, Kidd doesn't run no more. Courtney Kidd doesn't run no more. 50, you got to hire my boy, J- JC, man. <laughs> shit man you should have you running influence yeah there's just there's so many they, should, uh, they need to bring back influence man nah they still gotta develop that up because that was that was that was the single handedly the worst yeah. part of season 3 when they threw the teacher in the professor in and then he had that love story and then she like walked away and I was like I looked at Britt I said I have no reason to care about this storyline I don't care if she walks away she's supposed to be teaching <laughs> like when, why, how is she a love interest all of a sudden Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's shaping up Tate to get to gain more power and shit like that. When he when he finally establishes himself in his position and shit, then you can bring in influence. And I still feel this is building towards Tate versus Method Man. So Davis, yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how that shit goes. Yeah. Braden caught his Brain caught first Davis. body. Braden caught his first body, which I I knew he was gonna do by the end of the season because they kept pushing that nigga off the roof. Yeah, left all kinds of fingerprints all over. That's why I love power because this shit don't be making no sense. Left all the fingerprints all over, and everybody's like, <laughs> it's a clear suicide. <laughs> Nobody was here. Nigga wrote a letter and everything. Wrote a letter and everything. Like there's no fingerprints on the pin or anything. Like all right, man. No cameras. All right. All right. It's one of those. It's power. Right. Just, gotta, just don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Just just go with it. Just, just roll, roll with, with it, it, man. But I love this damn show. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was another thing. I I, I had like a yeah. comfort show when I was sick, and I was just watching Back to the Future over and over again. And it's about that time. I don't even know what your <laughs> comfort show is. Everyone who's been listening to this podcast knows, but you might as well tell everybody. The Office. Yeah. I thought you were going to say The Wire. I do a re-binge every year. I don't watch it every day. That's not a that's not a comfort show. When I, I could watch, I turn the office on every single time. Mm. Um, the Sopranos is also the Sopranos is more of a is more of a comfort show than The Wire because The Sopranos you could just put it on in the background, not have to worry about it. The Wire you actually got to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Me, Jason, me and Edgar were talking about that the other day. How we had to somehow he said he was talking to one of, one of his coworkers, and she just says like she just has The Sopranos on in the background just to clean the house and shit. It's just background noise. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to think about rebinging the Sopranos. I'm like, oh no, not yet. I still gotta sit with it. Yeah. But, but in terms of in terms of more comfort shows, uh yeah, The Office, was it that 70s show? It used to be Fresh Prince, and then the, when you actually when you actually binge Fresh Prince, mm. you're like, oh, this shit don't be making no sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> One minute, like he in, in one season, I counted, he dated like he had 10 or 11 different girlfriends in a 24 episode season. I think like, I had Nia Long. He had Nia Long. <laughs> he had, um, who else was the other one? What's her name? Don't say her name. Uh, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Then he had, who else did he have? Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. That's three. AJ Johnson, AJ. even though she wasn't like his girlfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. she was there for the, for the episode where it was uh, Rafael De La Ghetto. Mm-hmm. That's four. And then I feel he had one more person. I feel there's one more. I think Nia Long was the one that was like the longest one because Ty- Tyra Banks, she just disappeared. That was the consistent girlfriend. That's Yeah. That was the consistent. Well, it wasn't that she disappeared. It was that was just a consistent girlfriend. And Tyra Banks' character, Jackie, that was his homegirl from Philly. Mm-hmm. And she just disappeared. Tyra Banks just. Yeah, no, he had a girlfriend like every every other episode. Every other season. Yeah, every other episode he had like a new girlfriend. He didn't have, he wasn't, he was never committed at all. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I did, I know, take, Fresh Prince can be a comfort watch sometimes. It's a comfort watch, but it's not one of those binge watches. Like that's what I'm saying. It's it, it's definitely a comfort, oh, yeah. but if you binge it, it's not going to age properly. Martin forever yeah, ages properly. Out shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Martin until you get to the fifth season. But uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Jamie Fox is a great is a great comfort mm. show. I didn't start watching Jamie Foxx. I've been seeing a lot of clips pop up online ever since he's been in the hospital and shit. A lot of his old clips been popping up from his show. And I'm like, yo, this shit is funny. Oh, yeah. Now, that shit's hilarious. He had one episode where there was him 
Uh, and Mark Curry made a guest appearance, and they all had to keep from busting up laughing during that episode. Like they just kept saying and talking all the time. Like, yeah, the drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. That shit was hilarious, bro. <laughs> but that and what other comfort? I Boondocks. That's a comfort watch for me. When I was sick, I was also watching Boondocks, Chappelle Show, of course. Okay. And yeah, I think that's about it. You know, you can put wrestling in there, but that's like. That's like an everyday thing, but I would imagine I haven't I haven't done it, but I would imagine that Atlanta's great to binge because they're not it's not a every episode type like every episode doesn't follow. So I'd imagine that's mm. a good you can binge through an entire season of Atlanta. That'd be smooth. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah, but when I was sick, those were the shows I was watching. Like it was Back to the Future. Then it was Boondocks, and then it was, yeah, Boondocks, Back to the Future, and Chappelle Show. I've been I watching Back to the Future, man. Just trying to get into some something new, and I had to like stop in the middle of Succession just because a lot was going on. And as great as Giannis has been, Giannis he he won't allow you to watch shows all the way through unless he's asleep. So when he's up, mm-hmm. like, I gotta put like I don't even put like cable on anymore. I put YouTube just regular YouTube videos on in the background. Just always it's noise. It's always like, like peek in and out in, when I'm not changing or feeding them. Um, so I haven't watched Succession or caught up in a while, but Britt and I, we started, we put on Apple TV one day and boy, Apple TV is not playing around these days. They got one oh, joint called, man. man, they got one joint called Silo. That is like a cross I, between, like I would imagine it'd be like a cross between Andor from the Star Wars universe and the Matrix. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. Oh, wow. Yeah, you've been telling then me about have, that show. Yeah, then they have Platonic. Yeah, then they have Platonic with uh, Seth Rogen and um, I keep forgetting her name. She's Australian I I, actress. I, I, I saw She's the trailer. I saw the tra- yeah, I saw the trailer. I know what you're talking about. That shit is hilarious. That is a funny-ass show. And the good thing is it's only 30 minutes. Did you watch Ted Lasso? No, but I've heard some good things about Ted Lasso. And then she also started watching Invasion on Apple TV. I've caught and glimpsed some pieces of it at a time. So I'm going to go back and uh, mm-hmm. start from the beginning. But that's six episodes in itself. Like, Apple TV's not playing around, especially since... Uh, no, no, they're not. Especially since the app formerly known as HBO Max decided, we're gonna we're not going to promote HBO. It's just going to be Max. And I'm like, well, that's Cinemax. That's not Mac. That's not you. Stay in your lane. <laughs> They have, yeah, hell yeah. they have all the fucking TLC reality shows on there now. Like all the 90 huh. Day Fiancés and the Dr. Pimper Popper and all the fucking um, crime shows and shit. But okay. they have all that shit on there. You you might like one of some of them shits. Fucking, what else is on there? Yeah, yeah, because it, it, HBO, it's, it's still there. All the HBO shows are still there. It's just they just combined it with Discovery. Well, then they should have just named it something else. <laughs> But you can't name it Max because the first thing that comes to mind is Cinemax. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, they should have just bought out Cinemax and just added them to the package. Mm-hmm. And not the Cinemax that you're thinking of. <laughs> right. Uh, what else? There's, there's but, something um, else. What else? No, no, but Apple TV, bro. What else? Nah, you go ahead. 
Well, no, no, no. I was going to say Apple TV because that's like the app because the, like, there's so many apps out there right now, my nigga, that it's kind of hard for me to go to Apple TV. But when you get to Apple TV, it's like, oh, my God, I call Apple TV like when you get those five guy burgers and there's all those fries. It's like you got to dig just to get your fucking burger and shit. But Apple TV is the extra fries that's in the bag. Like, oh, I don't know. I have this many fries in here. That's what Apple TV is. Now, nah, you know what Apple TV is? Apple TV is what used to be Spike TV. Mm. You got to like, you have USA, TNT, TBS, and all those joints. Mm-hmm. And then you randomly hit Spike TV because you're like, I'm going to watch Monday Night Raw. And then Monday Night Raw ends, and you're like, wait a minute, they got this? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you turn back the next day, you're like, wait, there's this too? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure? I would say Apple TV is like for, for the. For for those who were who came up at the same time frame as us, in in your late teens, uh, or I would say your teenage years, early twenties, Spike TV. Yeah, Spike. Yeah, Spike TV. Yeah, it used to be TNN. I remember those days. Good times. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was also mm-hmm. good times. Is that Beyonce's doing her tour right now, and Blue Ivy's been on stage with her dancing. I don't know if you saw clips of that. She looks good. Looks, looks, uh, definitely looks like she's been coaching Beyonce throughout this whole time frame. Give her her props. That's definitely her manager. Mm-hmm. Is that what, what is something you want to do with Giannis when you grow up? Like when you start growing up and you're going to be like, what's something you want to do with her, would do with him when he grows up or gets to your, to that age? Probably do a podcast. <laughs> That'll be some shit. If he's, if he's, if he's interested in it, like I, yeah. I at least would like to do one episode with him. Mm. Um, yeah, now if he's definitely interested in audio and visual, I definitely would want to start a podcast with him. I think that would be dope from a father son perspective, especially when it's uh, when it's trying to blend in the the flavors. I'm not going to go into too deep what I have because I think not only is it being done, but I want nobody to steal my shit later on. You know, now I'm like, oh, I can't even do that. But <laughs> I definitely would like to a podcast would be up there. Um, you know, th- my whole thing with my son is I don't care what my son is interested in. I'm going to be interested. I'm going to support him 100%. I just want him to be passionate and really enjoy what he's doing. So, obviously, sports plays a big uh, a factor in, in my household. Um, I think it was the perfect time for him being born because right now, if he was born when seasons were going on, I wouldn't know what the hell's going on with anything. I'd be mm. lost. So, him coming when the NBA finals basically are, you know, approaching and we're in the off season with the NFL was perfect timing. Cause now I can get everything under grasp, grasp, but he look he, like I said, he likes watching. So I would, uh, my hope is that he's as interested in it growing up. So that way we could either simply watch together or if he wants to play sports growing up, he could do that. If he wants to do music, you know, you know, I'm, I'm backing him with music. Um, but I was in the kitchen. I was, it was funny. I was in the kitchen yesterday. I was chefing it up. Cause I, Britt told me, she's like, you know, we've been together this whole time and I haven't seen you cook once. And I took it and I took offense to that. I took it personally. And so I came in <laughs> here in the kitchen and I started whipping it up and I became grill master up on in the, in the on the oven. I put everything out and I was like, nah, Giannis definitely going to get a cooking set because he ain't going to be embarrassing me in this kitchen. My boy <laughs> didn't know how to cook. And when, when Thanksgiving comes <laughs> along, man, when Thanksgiving comes along, shit. Yeah. Um trying to think of anything like again my whole thing with him is as long as he's passionate about it i'll I'll support him he could bypass the whole playing on the court or on on the field he could want to do ribbon twirling and i'm gonna turn to lavar ball i'm gonna be in the crowd talking all kinds of shit your kid can't twirl like my kid 
<laughs> Don't make his ass play baseball. <laughs> you know how much they get paid and shit. Well, no, the point I was, the, 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 yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But the point I was making was, I don't care. I don't care what he does. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll go in. I'll be full fledged. Like I'll, you know, I'll be Paul Heyman in that motherfucker in, in arenas where you shouldn't be Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh, did you hear about how Mesa, that soccer dude, is coming to Miami? I have no idea what's going on in pop culture in depth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mesa, Mesa is like the the god of soccer, like the most popular soccer athlete in the world. He's gonna, I guess he he joined the Miami club or whatever. Like he's coming to America, pretty much. Like he's the dude that won the World Cup. Is that who uh, Baby Keem? Is that who Baby Keem and Kendrick name drop? Yeah, like he's the dude that won the World Cup. No, you're not okay. Okay, you're not talking. About, you're talking about Messier. Messier, yes, that dude. All right, got it. Yeah, I haven't got his name. I thought I thought his name was Messi. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Shit. Well, you all will be yeah, glad. It, well, he pronounced he pronounced it on the song Messi, but it's Messier. Oh, Messier. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. And, yeah, but he's yeah. Com- yeah he's coming to America. Messier. That's how you say his name. Okay. Well, shit. Yeah. You, you and Martin would be proud of me. I've been listening to a lot of Bad Bunny lately. <laughs> hey. Like, not, like not by choice. Like, I'm actually going onto my streaming platforms and playing his music. That's what's up. Don't know what the fuck he's saying, but man. Maybe I should start playing Bad Bunny for you. Yeah. That boy can get it, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then let's see if one more note. Let me look at my notes. See if he touched on everything. Um, across the Spider Verse. Oh my God! Round of applause. I know you want to deep dive into it. I'm not. I know you want to deep dive into you it. You haven't seen it. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Busby called me for all the listeners out there. Busby called me the past couple of weeks and he's like, man, this is great. Uh, fast, fast 10 and Spider-Verse. You definitely got to go see it this week. And I was like, how? I didn't say this week. I said, you have to go see it. No, no. When you told me, yeah, I'll find a screener. And that's when it dawned on me. It's like, oh, yeah, you can't go to the movies like that no more. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, fuck. I was like, how am I going to go? <laughs> yeah, when you told me, yeah, I'll find a screener. And I was just like, no, you can't. And then it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, you got kids. Fucking shit. Because no, because yep. I'm, I'm always used to that hearing that from Red. Because Red's cheap. Even though he has a job and he has money, his ass will go find a fucking screener and watch it on his laptop before going to the movies. And that shit pisses me off all the damn time. So, so it's just like, nigga, take your ass to the damn movies. And his kid's like, his, kid, his kid's like a teenager now, about to graduate. He got no excuse. Take your black ass to the movies. <laughs> but you, new child, I get it. So I can't really, you know, go in. But across the Spider Verse, my nigga, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. When the third movie comes out, those three are going to be the holy trinity. It's going to be the holy trinity of Spider-Man movies. It's just going to be the Spider-Verse trilogy and then everything else. Damn. Sorry, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> they, they, you saying that it's, it, this, is yeah, sorry, Tom <laughs> this is basically this is basically equivalent of when niggas took over basketball. That's what you say. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they took because right, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they have powerful niggardry at work. Henry. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Toby. It's the niggas. Or just the nigga. 
the universe the niggas took over. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Metro well, Metro Boomin has a cameo in the shit. I saw. I saw yeah. his cameo. Round of applause. Metro Metro Boom, man. He had a man, he be doing some things. Salute to him. He just went platinum. Oh yeah, he did the soundtrack for it. And the soundtrack's really good too, by the way. Oh nice. Yeah, he did the Oh well, um, see now he, it makes that. Now now his appearance makes even more sense. Yeah, he did the he did the soundtrack for Across the Spider-Verse. And that soundtrack literally sounds like Something Spider-Man would listen to, not just not just Miles, but Peter Parker. It's just something you could just play while you're like, if Spider-Man has a playlist, this is the shit he'll listen to. He has fucking uh, Futures on there, Lil Wayne is on there, Nas is on there, um, Corla Ray, hella, like hella people's on that shit, and there's no cussing. Like there's logic <laughs> on there. No. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> 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 is logic on there? No. And just silence. <laughs> you just, you just got to be careful because when you say it's something that Peter Parker would listen to, I always think, well, well, well. No, let me just really look at Let me just really run it down. Yeah, Metro Boomin, he, he got himself, he had himself a nice year so far. Metro Boomin, and it's, and it's also censored. It's not censored. There's no cussing on there. So yeah, and no, I like yeah, that's the, Rocky, that's, little, it's kind of it's like reminiscent of Space Jam, the, the original soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had Metro, he got ASAP Rocky, he got Future, he got JID, Offset, James James Blake is on there, Sway Lee, uh, Don Tolliver, and Wizkid. They have a song together on there. Oh, so this is uh, so yeah, this might be contending on here. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, this might be this might contend for album of the year, considering that it's been a drought. Mm-hmm. Mm, but yeah, yeah, that's has been a real big drought, nigga. Shit, I've been searching for music, my nigga. <laughs> like it is a you haven't been. I know you probably haven't been listening to a lot of music because of that shit. You haven't missed shit. There ain't nothing going on. Only thing I heard again every time I see this, according to the E Streets, is that Drake most likely got something coming. He got another project dropping right before the tour, allegedly. But other than that, yeah. Kendrick and Baby Keem dropped the record. I don't know if you listened to that. I brought it up to you not even five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sure did. What did you I think said, about it? I said, isn't that who Baby said? Isn't that who Baby Keem? When they, when yeah, they you sure did. You, you sure did. Yeah, you sure did. Shut up. Shut up. I've been sick, all right? No, but what did you think of that record? Uh, yeah, I thought it was dope. I, I thought, mm-hmm. honestly, if you want me to be completely honest with you, mm. yeah, if you want me to be completely honest... That's the most replayed Kendrick song I played in the last year. Wow. All right, I can understand that. I completely understand that one because, yeah, because a lot of the shit on Mr. Morale is like, yeah, it's a hard listen for, well, I mean, not for me, but for anybody else. But I get it. I just look at it as he, they're just having fun. Well, it's not even about a hard, it's not even about a hard listen. It's not even about a hard listen. You just, you can't really play those by themselves. That's the problem. That too, yeah. But- like, so in addition to, addition to it being a hard listen, you can't play them by themselves, so in essence, you got to be prepared to go in for a hard listen. Mm, I get you. Yeah, they were just having fun. I just looked at it as they were just having fun. They jacked. They. I just looked at it as they were, they were mocking Drake with the whole sticky flow, and that was pretty much it. Did you watch the video? Yeah, that's how I first got. I haven't listened to it on uh, on any streaming. It's all been through oh, okay. uh, YouTube streaming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the end, Tyler, the creator's in the video. And mm-hmm. in the end, he points at a button and it said, Camp Fro- Fro- Frognaw. 
and it's going to be at Dodger Stadium. Mm, that sold like, out. Oh. I think that's just sold out the first day too. At least the VIP package. Yeah, the pre the pre sales, all the VIP shit. That shit's gone. I was like, go ahead, Tyler, go the fuck ahead. Round of applause. And yes. Mm-hmm. That just that also just lets me know that. Uh, but yeah, can- now in terms of music, oh, go on. Yeah, in terms of music, um, only thing really I'm interested to get into is later is uh, Janelle Monae's album. That was like I think the first. Uh, oh, that shot! That that literally just dropped last night. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Dropped last night. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that later. But other than that, I really haven't seen much of anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really pushed the needle in terms of even getting my listen, let alone um, like excitement for. It's just like trying to go through for a listen. I will say the Larry June and Alchemist album is definitely starting to grow on me. It's funny too because Giannis uh, he pays attention to Larry June. Mm. So that's hilarious. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it's a smooth record, yeah, dog. So he, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll listen. He'll listen. I go, good job, Yanni. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> That's good. That's good at that. Yeah, yeah. That album and uh, where the album's really grown on me. Nothing really grown. Nothing really like I was. Do, I was looking at my mid year list, and I and I and I had and I have two lists. I have one for wrestling and one for um, one for music. And I have a lot more shit on my wrestling list than fucking music. And I'm like, wow, this has never happened before. I'm like, okay, because they're usually kind of equal at this time period. Around this time period, they're literally equal. Well, yeah, you also have to factor in that basically everybody dropped last year. Mm-hmm. And everyone's on tour, so so the idea yeah. that that's what that's what occurs when everybody drops in one year in one calendar year. Like even though J Cole didn't drop a solo album, they still dropped the Dreamville mixtape. Mm-hmm. What else they do? Uh, Drake dropped two projects. Kendrick obviously dropped Three. his. Crip mm-hmm. dropped. Crip dropped a a solo, and then the group project with uh, Wiz and DZA. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a rumor going around. There's a, uh, so there's a rumor going around that Schoolboy Q might be dropping soon. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a lot yeah, of people dropped last year. So, that, and everybody's like, "Oh, what about Rihanna?" I was like, "Do you think Rihanna really is going to drop music? She don't like you. <laughs> She'll have another baby." Bro, Beyonce's on stage dancing with her daughter. Like, dude, I, I was I said this on Twitter right before we recorded. I'm like, you know, it hasn't really dawned on us how old we get. Her son, huh? Oh yeah, her son. Yeah, no, it hasn't dawned on her son. No, no, I'm no. It hasn't dawned on us how old we are until Blue Ivy is on stage with Jay Z doing his ad libs. That's when it hits us. Like, oh, we old now. Oh no, I don't. I know I'm old. I know I'm old every time I watch the NBA and NFL drafts. <laughs> It's some damn junior that's coming in. I'm like, wait, who? <laughs> Barvin Harrison Jr. What? I don't need Blue Ivy to remind me. I don't need no. I don't. I don't need Blue Ivy to remind me. I know exactly every single damn year. Shit, Bronny's already at USC now. He one year removed from joining the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have another LeBron fucking biopic on fucking Peacock. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, it's basically the live version of their documentary they released when in 2009 for the the joint that Drake, Eminem, Wayne, and oh, Kanye yeah, run. Not, this is basically just the movie mm, version of that documentary. Not above the rim. More than yeah. a game. 
Yeah, more than a game. There you go. I was going to say above the rim. I'm like, no, wrong movie, nigga. <laughs> uh, did you finish up that Pac documentary or you just haven't, haven't, haven't even had time? Nope. I haven't mm. finished that either. Life, man. <laughs> Do not blame me, man. Yeah, but it's good, though. It's, it's good. Like, I, I like I like the aspect of it's been It's actually been pretty cool, too, uh, because I've been able to really just cherish this first month with Giannis mm. and obviously with Britt. Um, but this, you know, this first month with, with Giannis really, cause this is sort of the only time he's going to be this small. So I'll even catch myself trying to catch up on what's going on through the week and going through Twitter as I'm holding them. And then I'm like, no, I don't need to do this. And I put my phone down him and I just kick it. Exactly. That's how I've been feeling. Only time I really go on Twitter is just to talk about wrestling and shit. But other than that, ugh. They get into like a little debate on Twitter yeah. the other day about because people were talking about Jay Z and his albums, and everyone's always talking about the regular albums like Volume One, Reasonable Doubt, all the other shits. And I'm going like, no one ever talks about Blueprint Three. Like nobody ever really talks about that shit. And then we and after that, I got into a whole there was like a whole discussion about Blueprint Three, and everyone all of a sudden everyone's trying to do revise history and say that Venus versus Mars is a good record. Oh, okay. You remember that record? Yeah, of course. <laughs> everyone, everyone trying to say it's it. not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. And I was like, no, it's it's not a good record. Reminder is not a good record. That al- the first half of that album is amazing, and then after that, it just becomes very inconsistent. It's just one of those whole albums that's just kind of there. If, if that makes any sense. Yeah, the record with Jeezy should have definitely been on a Jeezy album. Oh, man, I, that record aged very well, actually. As real as it gets, that I, I listened to the album the other day. Yeah, as real as it gets, it it fits both of them, so it's definitely worthy to bring up in terms of their collaborations and where, where it ranks. But the more and more I listen to it, I'm like, damn, that should have been held for mm-hmm. Thug Motivation 103. Mm-hmm. He even said Thug Motivation 1 or 2. He even says it on there. <laughs> Shit. But, um, yeah, like the first half of the album is fucking great. And then you get to off that. And I was just like, mm. you know, it's fucked up. He had Drake on the hook and then he deleted his damn verse. Then I was just like, well, that's kind of bad. Then you, hear, <laughs> then you hear A Star is Born and that featured J. Cole. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Then you heard Reminder and I was just like, hmm. Then it was so ambitious. I fucking love that record. And then there's the last track, Forever Young, and I'm very, very indifferent. And I was like, I, it's like one of those I guess endings, and then that's it. And then you just, it's like, it's one of those Jay Z albums that's like a pit stop. It's like a pit stop album. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's one way to put it. Yeah. But other than that, man, shit. You want to talk about anything else? You brought up Tyler earlier. Uh, I didn't watch his interview, but what? I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, the reason why I want to bring... Oh, yeah, that part. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, he's he's been kind of... He went viral. He went on Rap Radar 
he went on he went on the rap radar um, interview, um, podcast talked to Elliot Wilson and B Dot, and he pretty much went viral for his opinion. One of those opinions were t- pretty much saying that he really hates people talking about their top five like favorite rappers when really it's just why are you trying to stress your opinion on it when really it's just somebody that's really good for you. Like he really he was talking about how much he really hates rap Twitter, how he really hates people being performative pretty much the shit i always talking about just being performative for being fake and just trying to fit in with this shit when really you should just listen to the music that you care about fuck what everyone else thinks just listen to the music and like the music that you like and don't try to fucking stress your opinion and shit like that i don't know it just really made me think about that shit because he was saying some real shit on that whole interview which is a good interview by the way okay um well in theory, that works. The problem is, is that everybody takes offense to, as to what you like and don't like because mm-hmm. we are taught that you got to put value in what others think, so that way you could be involved. And it doesn't help when there's gatekeepers in this culture that continuously mm-hmm. point and tell us that this is what's in, this is what's hot. It doesn't matter about anything else. There's no, there's no diversity. If there's diversity, then sure, it's more of a conversation piece uh, than you know a fuck you type of debate. That's basically what it boils down to. But because you got these quote unquote gatekeepers that really aren't even a part of the culture, they're just here to eat off the culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get what you get. You know what I mean? Like back in the days uh, when you would have records that were going to the source, it was more conversational in talking about those uh, those albums and what what those five mics meant and everything that, you know, came with it nowadays, because a lot of people, they came and this is no disrespect, but a good portion of writers now are coming from the blog, mm-hmm. the blog era, and they don't have any background in writing. They would just start a blog, and then because it was very popular, they were put on as a result. And you know, it's more so. It's not they. They don't really write in in, uh, in facts. It's all opinion based. So because it's all opinion based, and they're using it as facts, that's where the the disconnect comes into play. So. I understand what he's saying in theory it would be great, mm-hmm. but because we've strayed further away from what publications used to do and what it was, it's it's now it's left the atmosphere of the simple barbershop debate in which oh, everybody that you're talking about is respected and it's just a matter of who, you know, who's on top. Now it's a matter of, well, if you don't like it, what are you saying about my mm-hmm. character? And it's like I didn't say anything about your character because nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> And he also talked about people. <coughs> oh, shit. He's also talking about people that um, he hates people being performative when they pretend they know you. Like he said, he hated being at the Rock Nation brunch because people came up to him, say, hey, what's up, King? And he was like, don't call me King. Like, I know I'm the shit. Stop calling me that shit. Or niggas that just go up to him and just dap him up like they're like real life homies. He's like, dude, I only met you like one time and we're not BFFs. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, he just, he was just saying like he just really hates people that just, he's talking about pretty much he hates fake people. That's pretty much what he's saying in a nutshell. Yeah, and the way he's acting right now, he's really matured for his age. He's he's finally just kind of realized his power. Like, dude, I'm the shit. I have a nice car. Like, I have nice cars. I have a good rap career. I have a family. I have my friends are on. Like, I'm really comfortable with who I am now. Like, he's it's like wow. It really is like night and day compared to who he was like back in 2010. I mean, he's still the same person. Maturation. That's all. Yeah. It is. He's still the same person. He's just, you know, he's just that dude. 
So go ahead, Tyler. Round of applause for that black man. <coughs> yeah. Speaking of round of applause, finish this out in the tech world. Apple went and released their WWDC, uh, uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference. <laughs> you gonna get those and goggles? Man, everybody wants to talk about the computers, you know, the, the, the computers and all that jazz, and you know they're coming out with all the the software and whatnot. But the Vision Pro. That's that shit where it's like, okay, I now see where they've drawn the line for the next mm. 10 years. And that's what it's going to be because it was no different from when iPhone dropped in 2007. Mm. And it was like, oh, that's where we're headed right now. And as soon as I saw them, them goggles, I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's a little bit, they got their video game. Then they went to detail with it and I watched the entire segment and I was like, that's where we're headed. Yep. That is scarily impressive i saw the video when they showed the price it was like what 3600 or some shit when they showed the price and you literally heard the whole audience groan like uh <laughs> they're like oh really <laughs> oh yeah because it ain't for, it's not for the average it's not for the it's not for the average person right now but you gotta also remember too it's a you have a spatial computer because that's how they're marketing it they're not marketing it as goggles or a headset it's being marketed as a spatial computer <sighs> that's nuts <laughs> that's that's a black mirror shit right there that's some that's something from up. yeah so yeah so in the in the grand scheme of things oh, that's Wally. that's why it's being priced at so high because they're trying they're trying to differentiate and say we don't want that's how that's how the market works if you if you pay attention the market doesn't work by uh providing a product to everybody that can be access it if it can be provided to everybody that's accessible, there's no value to it. You mm. provide it in first to to the elite. And once the elite give it that stamp of approval, then you start adjusting it, tweaking it, and you give about a few renditions of it. Then you promote it to the average consumer. There's no different from when Tesla's car used to be like $150 or $200,000. Then, mm-hmm. then the after, iPhones you know, like $500 at first. Well, even then, like the, the phones really were the same amount as other phones and as the carriers. I'm just talking about like when you think of something as status like elite, um, they don't they don't give it to you at a price where it's like, hey, this is like going to McDonald's. They give it to you at a price where it's like only the the top 10 percent of the uh, the population on Earth can afford this. And then once they give it that stamp of approval, then it's like, OK, now let's see where it's going. So I think them giving themselves until the first quarter of 2024 to really go through the motions with it, see what's happening. Um, I think that plays out to their advantage. And it's going to be interesting to see how how this this maneuvers and what the tech world looks like all through 2024 with this now being in place. Because I got to admit, as funny as it looks, it is very, very interesting and really dope when you actually get inside the the view of that vision and you can see what you can actually do with it it's basically a big ass screen of your iphone except now it's a big ass screen yeah so you can want you can do everything with it you see your your whole email uh app and you can instead of trying to squint trying to get the words there's a makeshift keyboard virtual keyboard in front of you and i guess one of the dopest things too is that it doesn't block it doesn't take all the view away from who's in front of you. So you can still see who's walking in front of you as you're doing all this stuff. 
I think that's pretty pretty amazing. And on top of that, that's you close that, that's and then you got the Apple TV app, and you you don't even need a television anymore. You can just watch this shit. Mm. I saw one clip where you could be on the fucking NFL field, you could be on the NBA court and shit like that. Like you could literally be on the court watching them play. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Not from those perspective perspectives, it's great. But then you got the flip side, and I always, I always go back to this film because I'm like, we're we're a lot closer than people realize. I always go back to Wally, and I'm like, is it going to be mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. how they promote it, or is it going to be one way that leads to everybody's downfall? I was like, because after a while, you're going to start walking in in a community and all you see is people with these spatial computers around their heads. And it's like, we could touch grass. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they already got AI, man. Like fucking title hit me up. Title hit me up with their new beta plant, with their new beta system they're testing out. And they're like, oh, yeah, use AI to fucking construct a playlist now. Like, just describe what you want on there, and we'll make a 10-song playlist. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, AI for this, too? Would, man, that's fucking nuts. That's interesting, because I always thought AI did that. We had that. I remember when remember when Beats Ooh. Music was a thing. Beats Music had a thing, because you could just say, mm. I'm feeling like an alien on the beach. And it would play songs that would somehow yeah. master that. So... That's strange. You're it was just, way ahead of its time. Beats, beats, beats music was way. Beats music was way ahead of its time. Yeah, you want to be you beat know, they, so bad. They just, you know, they just they want to be beat so bad. You ain't yeah, beats. I don't be hitting me up with a lot of the beta versions of what they got planned. You ain't beats, nigga. You ain't Dre, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Dre, fucking Snoop Dogg posted a picture of Dre in the studio, and he's like, "Oh, coming soon." Oh, is this a joke? But you, you trying to be funny, right? Snoop? <sighs> yeah, okay. Coming soon. Still waiting on that Mar- Marsha Ambrosia yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm going to die before Detox gets released, so I, I ain't even tripping. <laughs> whatever, nigga. <laughs> like, whatever, Dre. Yeah. But on that note... Oh, that was another thing, too. Somebody brought up the fact... Somebody brought up the fact they're like, hey, Kanye, I want some more Kanye music. And I was like, Kanye's wearing tights and shoulder pads. <laughs> I don't think you're getting that music anytime. Somebody soon. did this. Yeah, they say he's back in the studio, and I'm like, yeah. people say, oh, he's gonna try to attempt to come back, and, and no one's gonna fuck, and he's and he's gonna fail. And I'm like, do you know who Kanye West is, dude? Look, his music, no, he's gonna make a comeback, and it's gonna be good because he's Kanye fucking West. Like, I know, I know how stupid people are. So, yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Anyway, and it's and it, it is June, so it is it is Black Music Month. So yeah, he just well, no, know. he's not gonna come. It is Black Music. <laughs> he can month. drop something. It's Black Music Month. He ain't coming. <laughs> he's not coming on Black Music Month. No, nah, he'll drop. Remember, he's 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 Kanye. He ain't OJ. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. you said Brit started watching the uh, Made in America shit, right? Oh yeah, we went, we binged that in one day. It was great. <laughs> what was the reaction on, on episode it was, it was five? Awesome. What, was the, what was the reaction on part five? Bro, part five wasn't even nothing. She was over it. The she was over it midway through the first episode or second episode when uh, <laughs> when homeboy. Oh, when he said uh, when homeboy was telling the story about how he was sitting at the dinner table, and then uh, he was telling the story about how uh, she goes, "Who are who are those?" Uh, 
you know, who are those hard ERs with OJ? And he's like, oh, that must have been terrible for you. And then he's like, no, it's great. Don't you see? She didn't see me as black. She saw me as OJ. And right then and there, I knew he was fucked. And right when he said that, she started busting up laughing. And then he did something later on. I forgot what it was. He did something. She goes, well, what the fuck are you? You don't think you're black? You don't think you're this? You're What What are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, by the time we yeah, got into the fifth episode, she was like, by the time we got into the fifth episode, she's like, I'm surprised he didn't get caught sooner. She's like, he's a very horrible person. <laughs> Did you tell him about my reaction to episode five or not? Nah? I don't remember what your reaction was. Remember when you told me, it's like, he reminds me of somebody. She don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, she don't get it. Yeah, she <laughs> she don't know who that person is. Yeah, still. <laughs> OJ. Yeah, I, can only, I can only do so oh, much in, in, in describing. She don't know who it is. It, that's pointless. But no, she had the same yeah, she yeah, had the yeah, same yeah. Uh, ideology as you. By the fifth episode, she's like, "All right, so is he still free? Like, did they get him for something? Like, and then they got him, and she's like, "See, that's just stupid. You beat everything. You're supposed to go in the home and stay there, but you just she goes. This don't make no sense. He want to be good Godfather of the gangsters and shit like that. What's going on? <laughs> she's like, this nigga didn't want to be black for all these years, and all of a sudden now he's he's a nigga. He one of them. I was like, yeah. I was like, but this documentary, I was like, this is this is easily the greatest documentary I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It went from, oh, wow, I was rooting for him to episode five. I said his ass in jail. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Somebody did this. OJ, OJ, OJ. You gotta love that nigga. But anyway, on that note, this is episode 297 of the most consistent podcast in the ever year. Logical sense. You can always hit us on Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab. You can follow me, Mr. Busby, at Mr. Busby for lowercase 08. You can always follow us on Twitter at Theological SP. You can always follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense. And of course, on the Facebook. Yeah, bitch. Give me a hell, yeah. And on all social media, you can find me at JC No. I said, I'll be on there, but I don't be on there. So when you catch me, try to catch it. But in the meantime, I'm doing my best to peek around what's going on outside these walls. But I'm having fun. I'm actually having fun not giving a damn either. So I'm good. That's the best part, man. I'll be trying to clue you in on some shits here and there. Yeah, no, it's the off season. And like I said, this is really my summer vacation. So I'm really enjoying it. I got caught up on sleep. I didn't organize the kitchen and the living room. Um. Yeah, I got like I just have my I'm in literally I'm legitimately in my own world right now and it feels good. But every now and then you'll catch me. I I started and attempted to to do a the Black Music Month challenge and I don't know after day five I was like yeah I got to go to sleep. <laughs> I got a life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was thinking about yeah. doing it. Yeah. I was thinking about doing it and I was like no, I'm st- I'm still congested. I, no, I got other shit I got to worry about the music. <laughs> shit. Right. But um, on that note, people, we out. Peace. Peace.